up in the sky. Look, it's captivating. It's energizing. It's Alliance's Heroes. Alliance's is the destination for entrepreneurs, investors, CEOs, inventors, leaders, celebrities, and startups, where our heroes in business align. Now, here's your host flying in, David Kogan, founder of Alliance's. That's right, and welcome back to the show. So exciting. You know what? I mean, I am so privileged that I have the opportunity to meet some of the most amazing people, really, ones that are making a difference in the lives of others, the difference in their community, inspiring us that no matter what level we're at, that we have the ability to make a difference. And there is no better way to leave a, a legacy of making an impact on someone. It could just be one person. But I'm excited, too, about our next person we're going to be interviewing. And before I do, too, thank you again for the feedback that I continue to have when I interviewed Van Jones. That's right, the Van Jones, which you can go ahead and go and check out at our past segments at alliances.com. That's E-L-I-A-N-C-E-S.com. And we have with us, are you ready for this? She is the founder of Zion Institute, Sean Pearson. So, Sean welcome to the show today david thank you for having me i appreciate this so sean let's go right into it first of all you make an impact on so many i've known you for a number of years you are so involved in community of helping others talk to us about why you first of all why you founded the zion institute well the founding of the institute is really a result of my own lived journey um, and I recognized that poverty didn't have to be a life sentence for uh, any individual. Um, my own personal background, I have transitioned out of uh, poverty through the support of so many different people that guided me, mentored me, um, gave me opportunities in employment, and then ultimately coached me into entrepreneurship. And when I recognized that I could come out, I recognized that there were a lot of things about the systems uh, that were set up to help people in poverty that really perpetuated the poverty instead of um, giving us solutions to come out. And so I, I dubbed it poverty maintenance, uh, really. And so my goal for Zion Institute was create an institution that would teach agencies how to build capacity for people, the community, and the marketplace so that those of us who wanted to come out of poverty actually had a deliberate and intentional pathway to do it. And the agencies who had genuinely had the heart to serve those in poverty were creating solutions and not necessarily creating dependency. And you could reach Sean Pearson directly by going to the zioninstitute.org. That's the zioninstitute.org. And of course, we'll have it on our website at alliances.com, E-L-I-A-N-C-S.com. So you'll be able to link directly with her. So Sean, what are some of the, I mean, it seems like it really is, it's easy to fall into poverty. I mean, it's, it's could, I mean, some, so many things can happen no matter what level you're at. Right. And it can happen and it can happen overnight. And I'm sure you've seen many cases of that. Right. What are one, what's one of the first things then maybe advice secrets you could share of someone who find, you know, suddenly sees themselves in this, what is a dilemma. And especially right with all the things that's been happening, you know, within the world and that, what, what, um, 
what do you do? What do you do when you find out I'm out on the streets? I think before we get there, I think recognizing the social capital that we have um, has been key for me. It's the social capital, the relationships that I've had with individuals that I could reach out to for help um, in the midst of, of the COVID crisis. I think so many of us realized that we had been used to systems where we could take care of ourselves and we didn't have to reach out for support. And by the way, thank you, David, for being an encouragement during that season. This last year was a really tough year for all of us. And it really had us questioning a lot of our own individual relationships, but but um, call on your social capital, call on those relationships that are key in your life. Understand that we've individually all got unlimited potential. It's when we can bring that potential together collaboratively that we realize we have something to offer, not just to each other, but individuals outside of our network. And so we can use our strategic minds to create solutions. And so that's my theme for this year. I'm a solutionist. I'm not focused on what we don't have. I'm focused on how do we create the solutions to eliminate all the voids that we recognize or that became so much more profound during the COVID uh, season and the recovery that we're in right now. Sean, you work hard. I know because I hear, I see you work nonstop. You are always thinking of so many. How do you keep up the energy to do it? I mean, you and I have talked late at night, you know, where we've been doing some follow up on stuff and you're just always on the go and always helping others. Well, sadly, I remember what it's like to be hungry. I remember what it's like to be homeless. I remember what it's like to need something at 6 p.m. and the agency closed at 5 p.m. that could have helped me. And so my commitment to service isn't a nine to five. It, it really is a commitment to seeing the lives of the individuals that I touch be changed in a positive way. And so a phone call could make a difference for someone um, 9 p.m., midnight, whenever it is. So if I have something to offer, it, it doesn't stop becoming available. Of course, I got to balance that with self-care and I've got a great network of people around me that, you know, help me keep those checks and balances and put me on punishment and restriction from work when I need to have it. But it is really, again, the core of my why is remembering what I went through and remembering what would have made the difference for me to just get one step further and one step greater into my own purpose. And I want you listening and watching to remember this interview because you're watching, listening to me, David Kogan, host of the Alliances Hero Show. Make sure you go to alliances.com. That's E-L-I-A-N-C-E-S.com, the only place where entrepreneurs align. And we have with us Sean Pearson, founder of Zion Institute. You could reach her directly by going to the zioninstitute.org. Sean, I got to tell you, you absolutely look stunning. I mean, oh, nobody would you. believe that you've, you know, that you've ever, you know, nobody would believe that you've ever been on the streets, not able sure. to feed yourself, homeless, poverty. I mean, you, you look, fa you're famous. I mean, let alone, but you look like a movie star too. It's just, and talk to us about too, you have a, a Jewelry, you have a necklace that yes, is absolutely stunning. So one of the things that Zion Institute does is incubate social entrepreneurs, uh, community residents who want to start their business enterprises. And so one of those happens to be uh, a company called Nisi's Next Level Jewels. And so that's a single mom of four that sells this terrific jewelry. So she keeps me outfitted with the matching earrings and necklaces and such. And 
there's also Royal Bling Accessories, which is another one that provides all of this for me. So I get to look really great at an inexpensive price. So <laughs> Phenomenal. And Sean, you've been part of Alliances for a number of years, the Alliances community. What kind of impact has it had for you to be part of the community? I think most significantly what Alliances helped me to do was come out of the shadows with the work that I was doing. I've been able to sit in a room of other entrepreneurs that were starting off or that were in various stages of their success. And so to be in that room of great thinkers, all the intellectual capital that was there and to go from person to person and space to space and glean more knowledge, that's been the most valuable asset to me in my membership. Um, and then we also, uh, one of those members, one of those connections strategically helped us prepare for the purchase of our commercial real estate that we're now in escrow for. So those connections were, were key because that partner came along and did the work for us pro bono. We couldn't afford a commercial broker at the time, uh, but he came along and walked us through the steps. So again, it's the social capital that has made the most difference for me in being involved and recognizing and experiencing the care and concern that the leadership at Alliances has for us as individual members. That's made a huge difference for me. And Sean, do you ever just look back and just go, here I am now, the founder of Zion Institute. Oh, yeah. We're at where we are and we're helping so many people, how do you, I mean, I would just break down and start crying. I do often. I don't wear makeup because I never know when the tears are going to come, um, but I do. I'm, I'm honored to be able to do it, um, but I also feel a, a huge sense of responsibility to the individuals that are watching me lead, as well as those that I'm called to serve because integrity matters. And so no matter how successful we become as an agency, I've always got to remember my journey, remember that my story is important for other people to, to inspire them to come and be a part of Alliances, take that, that dream or that vision, that concept that they have and bring it to implementation and surround themselves with individuals that are like-minded, that they can glean from you know, the way that I've been able to. Sean, as, as rich as, quote, the United States is, how do we still have, how is there, how is there anybody that lives in the United States not being able to have access to food? And what the, what's the, is there any final solution to that? Um, a final solution? I don't know that there is, but I do know that so many of us that were well-intended when we started nonprofit agencies or these community service agencies, our missions are well-intended, but the infrastructure of the way nonprofits are set up now only maintains poverty. We begin to focus on the infrastructure of the organization as opposed to creating a solution to a problem that we came to address, um, hunger being one of those. So we have food box distribution programs any and everywhere you might want to find, but we don't have programs that show people how not to need the food box anymore. Those are the kind of solutions that Zion is creating. We've got um, workforce development programs, but not necessarily showing people how to not necessarily be an employee for someone else, but become a business owner and employer of those in the community. Those are the kind of solutions that Zion is creating. And so our vision is if we do our work well as a nonprofit under the structure that we are in, eventually the community won't need what we're doing anymore. There may be something else that they need, and then our nonprofit should reinvent itself to be a solution for the next season that our community is in. But so many of us get stuck in the rut of 30 years later, still doing the same thing because we didn't create a solution. We created Band-Aids and perpetuated the poverty. That's where I, I mentioned the poverty maintenance. We're maintaining it, but we're not resolving it.
Where do you, what, what does Zion Institute need? What things, resources or that, that Zion Institute needs? I'd like to see more businesses get involved in what we're doing. Um, we create a vehicle or an opportunity for businesses to have a social impact. And I think that's a, a great return on their investment in community. I know banks did it years ago where they had to do their CRA, their Community Reinvestment Act, and had to put so many dollars. But it's not just dollars we need. We need the intellectual capital at the table. I need business professionals that are willing to come and convene with me around these entrepreneurs that are just everyday people and teach them how to be part of the business system, um, being support and mentors to the businesses that have gotten started in their one, two, three years in to walk the journey with them, to help them not make some of the mistakes that all of us have already made. There's no need for them to go through that. So mentorship, um, we're focused right now on a capital campaign to actually purchase uh, some land and the building that Zion is in. And that's our permanent pledge to South Phoenix because we wanna have a home where these businesses can come and be incubated. So participating in the capital campaign with us, either through contributions or just spreading the word through their networks. That's the kind of help Zion could use right now. Sean, how did you get to be such a good person? Hard Knock University. <laughs> I recognize it's God's grace for me, David. Had, had it not been for uh, the love of Christ and a lot of people that just walk me through this journey. I'd probably probably be in prison, good girls gone bad, you know, some lifetime TV movie that folks love to watch, but other people love me. That That's what made the difference. And so I get a chance to model that for others now. What kind of secrets can you share with other mothers that are out there? You have six children, six children. That's a full, full plus house. <laughs> Well, what kind of secrets do you have that mothers can help instill in their children to be able to make such an impact in the lives of others like you are doing now? I think it's recognizing our potential. We all have something to offer. Um, and, and let me say, I'm a blended family, so I didn't birth six. I birthed three, and I was blessed with three more through a, a blended marriage, which in and of itself is miraculous when you get to the other side of it. Um, but recognizing that we all have something to offer and our definition of ourselves should be what God's definition of us is, not what society says, because I should have been the welfare mom. I should have been in a mental health uh, program. I should have been all of these statistics because of my lived experience in my childhood. But recognizing my potential and being willing to ask for help when we need it, uh, not being too proud to, to share with someone um, what we're going through and what we need to be successful has made a huge difference for me. Well, Sean, you've lifted yourself from poverty and now work to make the place, the world, a better place for you by lifting others. You know what? That's a hero. Sean Pearson, you. you could reach her founder of Zion Institute at the zioninstitute.org. This has been David Kogan with the Alliances Hero Show. Thank you.